0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Thweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Hello,
1: friends. Welcome to Weep Therapy. It is I, Kirk Henderson, your friend and fellow grumpy guy tonight following that really pathetic performance really tired of losing games in national television Uh, if you guys remember the start of last year um, the Mavericks got embarrassed on national TV time and time again it wasn't until like the, the 2022 part of the season that a national television game didn't like make me anxious um When you lose to a team that is missing three starters, there is no excuse that will make any sort of sense. Um, It was a terrible coaching performance. It was a terrible defensive performance from a significant number of Mavericks, uh, including the prize offseason free agent acquisition in JaVale McGee, who is not showing much of anything to date. Uh, it was a little bit of a, you know, it's a hot take, but I think this is true. I I think Luca's early focus was not there. Um, I think that, that as team leader, he has an an element of responsibility involved of coming out and crushing these teams that they should beat. And I don't know if he, he was there tonight. Um, sure. we're going to get some pushback from that, even though I thought, you know, Luca obviously had a statistically really good game again. He's, he's averaging, you know, just like under 35 points a game. So there's just things there. Um, Okay, come up. Let's talk about this. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll, we'll work our way through it and get ready for the Thursday game. If you remember when you are called up on stage, make sure you're not muted. Look for the green ring around your name to light up. And we will see uh, what we want to talk about here. So, all right. Coming up first is Chris. Hey, Kurt. Hey, How's it going, man? It
2: is man. Yeah, it does suck, <laughs> to listen. I'm actually not that upset. I know it's disappointing. You're never, you're never upset, though. You're no, no, I can I can be I can be guy. upset. I can be upset and be stressing about it and keeping it be keeping me up at night, but this game will not keep me up at night. It had a trap game written all over it. It's early in the season. Those players that were playing really good in the playing. Um, and they were giving the Suns trouble in the, the playoffs. It didn't even cross my mind until we played them. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Like, was it Alvarado and, you know, Murphy the third and Marshall? Like, I, I didn't even think about these guys until we started playing them. I mean, and, you know, that first quarter was just horrendous. I mean, they were just making everything. I don't even know if we were playing bad defense. I think they were just making tough shots. I mean, but they were getting some wide open looks too. But they were hitting their shots. They're NBA players, you know. Uh, so that was frustrating, and then when we got back in the game, I
1: think we our highest lead was what seven points, maybe in the third, fourth quarter. Yeah, they they were up, I want to say ninety four to eighty seven at one point in the fourth. <sighs> that Dinwiddie turnover
2: really changed the the route of the game. right Dinwiddie there.
1: was a Dinwiddie was an ungodly tire fire um despite what his minutes will tell you for some reason he played a team high 38 minutes which that's just one of many things i don't understand he's a negative 15 despite scoring 34 or i'm sorry 24 points which is just hard to do um real rough when it's obviously plus minus is not indicative of one guy but it, it's not it's just it wasn't great then what he was pretty pretty not great for me
2: yeah i mean and he had 24 points tonight and he's he's okay I mean he's hitting timely shots sometimes it's just that turnover really really messed us up because immediately McCollum hit a three like Mm -hmm. 10-15 seconds later and that just changed the whole route of the game that one offensive foul Dorian Finney-Smith I mean that was uh, and I think they got one point on the other end uh, so it really didn't hurt us that much but just uh, the unsuccessful challenge I mean just all these little things add up now of course free throws I know Christian was not as missing as many free throws as that first game but once again, we lose by two points. It's just like last week we are trying to make a buzzer beater three to win the game, which I, I mean, wow. I wouldn't I with would, them going for two points, honestly, because that's kind of what they were – it felt like they were going for. Yeah, I mean, you,
1: with 2.7 with 2. seconds, it's hard to get something going at the basket, um, and, and that's what's a little difficult. Yeah. I, I will say the thing that I it's, – it's just if if you're going to play a defensive lineup, So it's like Wood has to come out and he does have to come out because he can't play, you know, from the middle of the third quarter for the rest of the game. Like, yeah, he's not going to play 18 straight minutes. But if if you're going to go to a defensive lineup, I need the defensive lineup to be defensive and fucking defend. (laughs) It's a wild concept. Yeah. It's like a defense, like it's a defensive lineup, in like in the sense of like they're getting defensive and they're getting upset, like not actually defending anything. It's, it's frustrating. They, they've
2: got some kinks to work out. And honestly, I,
1: I re- I was even telling my son, I was like, Wood's going to win the game for us on a three. I, well, I Wood didn't, would, Wood didn't get enough shots. Like, Wood gets 10 shots. Like, what are we doing, guys? Like, yeah. He, 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 and he's,
2: he's like, not. I swear, every time I see him take, take a three, he makes it. Like, he, I really thought that they would, because everybody knows it's going to be Luca. Like change it up a little bit. Give. I don't know. I thought Wood could have won the game for us if we're if we're gonna go for a three. I mean, yeah, like you said, you don't. We didn't have much time, but the whole Compazzo thing. Oh my God! I mean, it was nice to see his very first shot as a Mav. He made that three. But good lord, man! Like, oh my God, that was just. I'm not was...
1: gonna I'm not gonna hang anything on Compazzo because Compazzo is a symptom of the problem. He is not the problem. He he. He's, him and people told me oh he's not gonna play why would he play <laughs> like 15 minutes and I um, think that's that's gonna be a consistent thing now I don't I, I sort of wonder if Josh Green might be the odd man out um in honestly in the minutes, man because it's like if he's playing with maybe Tim Hardaway I don't know I was it's just there was that lineup out there that had him and Josh Green and it's like that's two non-shooters two I don't non-shooters, know you're risky 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 risky
2: I was at the game on Memphis, uh, and then I know it was garbage minutes and all, and Tyler Dorsey was like – he was starting to go off. I mean, I know it gets bad players on the Memphis squad, but I don't know. I kind of would like to see Tyler Dorsey
1: out there today kind of – instead of composite. If we're, call- if we're calling for Tyler Dorsey man, it's Chris, it's <laughs> things are dark. <laughs> Here we are. Last are not, time not we'll that dark talk- yet.
3: I'm calling for Moses busy. Brown
1: last year. <laughs> yeah, you were calling for Josh. You were calling for Moses Brown. I,
3: yeah,
2: well, that, that was a pretty rough stretch in the beginning of that last season. But, hell, we were winning games. I know it's stressful as hell. We're pulling our hair out. But we were winning those games. But we're only three games in. Let's stop stress. And we are going to – I know. I'm going, I'm going to stress because this is indicative yeah. of ba- – like this is bad process. Hey, it's better than, so, be, it's better than being a, a Clippers fan right now. They lost like 14 points against the Thunder. I mean, as long woo! as we're not losing against the Jazz, the Thunder, the Pistons. Well, guess
1: what? We play the Jazz. we played the Thunder and the Magic this weekend, Frendo. So we're gonna win. <laughs> don't, don't worry. We're gonna win. We got it. Don't, don't worry. All right, man. Thanks for coming up. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh let's see here. We got a lot of people on to talk, so let's let's go. Um word one of my guys in here that wanted to talk. Anyways, I'm gonna let this guy skip the line because he's my friend. All of y'all are my friends, but you know what I mean. Mad's draft. Dude, up? I don't
4: know how I got picked. I appreciate this. Uh, we were just talking in uh, in the other space. We did a little space on Twitter just a minute ago. We were kind of roasting JaVale McGee. I posted a, a clip. I, I don't know if you've already talked about him. So no, no. I,
1: plus, like, let's just talk about. The, I, I, I I do this so people can get all this shit out of their system. I love the same takes because it makes me feel less insane whenever multiple people are like, this was not great.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, I, all I have is two things I wanted to talk about. And, and again, stop me. If you've talked about them at nauseum already, I know it's only been going go 10 minutes, but uh, yeah, we were we were talking about how JaVale gave up probably the most points in the first quarter and he only played four minutes. Um, it, it was a disaster in a 40 point quarter. Not on, like it wasn't just JaVale. Some of the guys were getting beat on the perimeter too, but there is one, the first clip I, in, in the one I posted, like mm-hmm. he literally has his back turned on the pick and roll in the worst possible way. He's blind to the pick and roll and what is happening. So that was really bad. I, I cannot believe, like, I, I just, I'm curious what you think before I get to the second thing and I'll go kind of quick. I mean, but, that,
1: with, with McGee, that, it's, it's Shades of, jo- it's shades of, of DeAndre Jordan, yeah. where I used to lose my mind and post clips of him just watching guys go to the rim. It wasn't quite that bad. I felt like he was late in some instances, but what's it, if if your if your if your whole role is to be big and tall near the rim and you're neither big nor tall nor helping with rebounding, I'm not really sure what his focus ought to be. I mean, 12 minutes in this game, like hopefully this experiment is short. Yeah, I'm. There might be times where McGee is useful, but it's only going to be against bad teams. He is not a playoff player, which as a result of that makes me wonder why you even have him on the team.
4: Yeah, I I still wonder about that signing. Yeah, pretty much my question was just a little prediction from you. And then one other thing I want to talk about was yeah. uh just when when do you think the Javale starting experiment ends and also when do you think Christian Wood finally plays 30 minutes?
1: Yeah, at least he played twenty twenty-nine
4: and a half, mind you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh I think I think coach Jason Kidd is the type of coach and type of player who is stubborn to a fault. I think he won't call a timeout whenever they really need one. So I don't see why he would decide to give up on the starting center thing with McGee in anything under 10 games. I really don't. I think we're going to have a, I think the Mavericks will win in spite of themselves for a number of these games. They have a lot of like scheduled beneficiary things, helping them. Like they play Brooklyn on Thursday and Brooklyn's on the second night of a back-to-back. Um, and then they play the Thunder who are not, you know, are obviously frisky. And then the magic who like, like Paolo Manchero might, Eat against dallas um that that could be something but i the mavericks still should come out of a lot of these opening games they should be like three to four games above 500 in their first 10 even with mcgee but if they're not then whoo brother so 10 games is my guess and then the wood minutes thing i don't know because i want them to play like 30 32 but my question is is i for kind of kick it back to you is do you think he needs to play with Maxi, or do you think they they will let him try to play any five?
4: Ah, I, I can see him playing. I mean, yes and no. Like, I want to see both, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that. Ideally, He's you kind of balance fighting. it. My my whole thing is just don't put lineups where you're putting one ball handler and four role players out there. So if they stop the ball handler, everybody like tonight. I think we saw it, especially with Maxi. There was a point where. I think it was in the third quarter. They Luca got rid of it. Maxi takes it at the free throw line like in a flash. And he just sits there. Jose Alvarado, and he's like looking around like he's lost. And Jose Alvarado just comes in, swipes the ball out of him, completely blind to him. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's what's gonna happen if I, I feel like if you don't get enough ball handlers out there. But at the same time, you can't play everybody forty-eight minutes.
1: No, and and the compasado minutes, I thought they we were fine. Um, I'm I I earlier was kind of crushing the the Composo Josh Green pairing, not because of that was bad them, just sort of the. It's just it's a question of like how can you put both of these guys in that position? Composo had to take a couple of heave threes, you know that's not fair. Like we do this to Luca because he's Luca, but you, you can't. I, the the process there was like oh god, oh god, oh god. That was <laughs> is what it looked like everybody was doing on offense, and it's just it's it's it doesn't make me feel good when you're like Tim, Tim Hardaway jr. Goes out. And then that's sort of the lineup rotational choice. It's, it's where I've argued with a couple of Mavs fans for summer. It's like, Oh, we're really deep. We're really deep. And I, I don't see it.
4: <laughs> same, same, which it kind of, kind of begs my next the final thing. I was just going to say, uh, I'm curious what you think, but, like Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith. I mean, Dorian only had two shots. That's still weird. Or two threes, excuse me, had five shots. Like them two combined with three of 13. I'm just curious, like just kind of your take, and then I'm going to step down and let some other people talk. But I'm curious what you would do to counter when those guys have bad shooting nights. And also Maxi was one of three. I mean, I think until the fourth quarter uh, on like some second chance points, I think he was 0 of 2. So what do you do when those three guys, not only are they not taking a lot of shots, like two of three of them aren't, And then also when they're not falling, like what I'm, I'm just genuinely curious what you would, what you think would be the appropriate like adjustment for them. (laughs) It's a loaded question. I'm I'm sorry to make you play coach, but I mean you're a smart dude. Well, I think the
1: the the overarching thing seems to be, and I'm guessing this was a, a topic of discussion in the space that you were in, is that teams are going to basically dare Luca to score 40 yep. with the old Steve Nash uh, uh, strategy against. And that's just not Luca's instinct. Um, he was obviously 14 of 17 from two point range tonight. And I think, I think that may be the thing that breaks them out because Josh Bo had a theory on, on, on our show that I just recorded with him. He thinks that, sh- that defenders are staying home on Dorian the way they have not in years past and maxi too. Bullock always draws a lot of attention, but let's just through three games. Let's, let's take a look at this. So, You know, Josh Green is getting some grief from me. In 50 minutes this year, he has 8.6 rebounds and three assists. Sounds really bad, right? This is from uh, Jordan Ennis at Hoop Social Draft. Just shot me this message. He's over in Africa, I think. I don't think he can actually get online tonight. But then he said, okay, uh, Dorian is is rightfully getting – or I'm sorry, Josh Green is rightfully getting heat for this. But let's take a look at the other guy's minutes. Dorian, in 100 minutes this season, 16 points, 12 rebounds, three assists. Reggie Miller – or Reggie Miller. Reggie Bullock, 88 (laughs) minutes.
4: Wish we had Reggie. In, in Eighty-eight
1: no. minutes this season. Re- Reggie Bullock has 21, 10, and three. So it's the the entire other guy group is not really doing much. Now, is the question: Is the other guy guy group? You know, the the rest of the role players not doing enough, or are defenders staying home? And I think it's the defender staying home thing. I really do. I think the way you break this, if there is a way to do it, is that Luca just needs to parade into the paint until they have to send doubles at him. Because right now it feels like everyone is staying at home and his inclination a lot of times is to make like weird hanging jump passes and stuff. And, and I think that that Lucas scoring title thing might be, you know, it's my, my buddy Matt Moore has a bet on that, like like for assist title and scoring title because it's like Luca's usage is usually just so high. I, if, if, if guys are going to be staying close, that that is the short term solution. I, I can't really think of anything else. What about you other than maybe starting wood and like just spamming pick and rolls to death? Oh, he dropped off. No, there. You are. Where are you? Come back. All right. Maybe Mister Draft is. Uh. He, yeah. He dropped offline. There we go. Um. All right. Let's keep talking, guys. Coming up next, my buddy Jose. How we doing? Hey, what's up, Kirk? How are you? Yeah. You know, I'm always grumpy after a loss, but talking about it is is better than tweeting about it.
5: <laughs>
1: I, I feel you. I I was. Fucking
6: pissed like throughout the game because the the first quarter, like we were just giving up easy buckets at will. Uh JaVale McGee looked terrible. Our uh bang bros, they weren't banging, they were just bros out there. <laughs> yeah. And man, uh we we caught a run at the se- uh, in the second quarter, caught up. Uh you know, of course. to going into halftime. But then the third quarter, we started strong. Luca finally got his head into the game, and that's crazy to say because he still had 20 points, six rebounds, six assists. (laughs) But it looked like he was just really putting the pressure on the Pelicans' defense. And then you look at Reggie and you look at Dorian Finney-Smith, who combined for one of eight from three, and they just – could not get anything going. Uh, you know, this is something that I, I've worried about is just having people who could create their own shots. And Reggie nor <laughs> Dorian could really do that. Uh, neither one of them could really put the ball on the court. And there was a, a fast break transition where Denwitty was pushing up court and Reggie was alongside him. And Spencer gives it to him. To Reggie, Reggie gets blocked, uh, or he misses the, the layup in transition. And this is something that I've seen during the training camp videos and preseason games is Reggie's not really a good, uh, driver going to the paint or, or just laying it up at the rim. And that, that's just sad. And, you know, a lot of people want to get on Josh Green because no, they, I,
1: I thought he was fine. It was yeah. it, there was yeah, very little. I was I'm just more talking aggregate. Where it's like they throw him out there, and it's like him, Josh Green, Wood, Spencer, and Campazo and it's like, oh no, what is this lineup? That's really <laughs> what it was—the aggregate, not the one guy.
6: Right, right, and. But like some some people will singly handily uh single handedly point out Josh Green and say, why he's not doing much. But you got these two veterans and and Dorian Finney Smith and Reggie Bullock who are supposed to knock down those threes as soon as they catch them. But like you said, the, the defenders are staying home. So then we have a stagnant offense. That's when your Dinwiddie, your Luca, and your Christian Wood is supposed to be more effective. But uh, man, if those shots would have fell, we probably would have won the game. But also, our defense were was just closing out really late. I seen Maxie and Reggie just look at uh Trey Murphy as soon as he caught the damn ball. They they gave him a quick second and he spotted up and drained a three. It was it was just like, why aren't we closing out on this guy a lot faster? And after 3 of 3, 6 of 6, you you figure they'd get the message, but no, there were still a lot of times where they just left them wide open. Also, Luka doesn't uh, escape criticism either. Well, going
1: Do you want you want to hear a stat? I don't want I don't want to interrupt your rant, but I think you'll like this Well, you won't like this. Um from my buddy Seth part In quarters 1 through 3 this season, Luka Doncic is shooting an effective field goal percentage of 50 50- Fifty-eight point five. In the fourth quarter, his effective field goal percentage drops to thirty-six point four. Um, not good.
6: Not yeah, good. I think that just comes with with the high usage that yes, it I, does. that that I was worried about. Like when you let a uh, Jalen Brunson go and you wait until you know the last week of the offseason season to sign a uh, Compasso, it, it's just that's what you're gonna get. And then also uh just Luca shooting two of thirteen from three and settling for a lot of those step backs. We know Luca is an offensive weapon. <laughs> we know what he could do. He could get you a triple double, but he's settling too much for those step back threes. And he just needs to start knocking them down or just drive his ass to the paint. He's bigger than almost everybody on the damn court. Uh also. There there was a couple of plays where Dinwiddie couldn't get Christian Wood the ball in the paint. Like, Christian Wood literally had mismatches. I've seen this uh in the home opener against Memphis Grizzlies where Tyus Jones is, is literally on Christian Wood in the paint. Christian Wood is backing him down, and Dinwiddie just takes so long to try to get him the ball just because he's not – an effective
1: dump off player. <laughs> well, the the post the, the Mavs draft just said this in the chat, and it's what I was thinking. Where it's like the the an entry pass is a lost art for many people, not just NBA players, but like nobody knows how to do it anymore. Um, and they would had this had so many short corner opportunities where it's just he had a smaller guy on him and a drive and a dish might have gotten him the ball, but the like then what he just over dribbles. Um. Again, you know, it's, it's, uh, somebody said to me or somebody said in the chat earlier, like, you know, I don't stop blaming this on Dinwiddie. It's not necessarily doing it. I'm just saying Dinwiddie was remarkably ineffective despite his counting stats. And if he's going to have the ball, like he does, he's going to need to be a little bit more point guard and not dribble the ball. like He's James Harden, which is what I felt like I saw tonight. Now the threes were there, which saved him, but Dinwiddie is not a 50% three-point shooter. So they have to figure like the offense, when Spencer Dinwiddie is on the floor, the offense runs through Spencer, uh, uh, the answer, uh, uh, the offense needs to run through Christian Wood. Like you trade off Luca and Christian Wood, not Luca and Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie is a byproduct to both of them, and I think he will excel in that role instead. It's it's just ten shots for Christian Wood is not enough.
6: Look, Kirk, I, I was ready to mask her <laughs> Maxi, but he earned himself some grace today because we had
1: a three, but I think yeah. he was still late on a lot of boards, and he's just he's he's not he's. My expectations for Maxi are always low. I saw somebody in the chat earlier saying, "Why are we playing two bigs?" I'm okay with Maxi and Wood being the big because Wood w- Maxi just to stand on three point line. He's not going to clog up any space. Um, it's it's he'll also shoot the ball if, if he receives open passes. I don't know. They they got they got some lineup stuff to figure it out.
6: Right, and you you know the reason why Maxi earned some grace from me today is because he got an offensive rebound and then he goes and knocks down that that clutch three, Good but. Shot. Like, other than that, like early in the game, it was just frustrating watching because, again, there was a lot of times where Maxine Reggie just looked off her <laughs> Trey Murphy and let him get set up for open three and it's just if you're gonna have a three and d wing, have a three and d wing who's gonna consistently play defense, sure, and you know Jason Kidd fuck having Christian Wood on the bench in the fourth quarter. When we're down four, it's just asinine. It's as a nine, as a ten, as a eleven. It, it's fucking crazy. Uh, Jason Kidd needs to get his shit together.
1: Well, it's a rotational difference. To where if you're going to play Wood these minutes, I think you have to figure out how to space them differently because they go into these minutes in the fourth quarter. We've seen it twice in losses now, where Wood leaves for a period of time, and then the offense just gets funky. Where someone in the chat just described it as. Spencer dribbling it up, then passing to Luca for ten seconds left on the clock. Like that's not an offense. They they have to do something else, and they they weren't even really pick. It was just like odd ISOs or posting Luca up, or I just didn't care for a lot of the a lot of the shots there in the fourth quarter.
6: Right, and uh, I'm gonna stop talking because I, okay. <laughs> I, I need some different voices in my ear besides my own when I listen to well, this. Well, I
1: mean. You know, Chris. Chris started us off, and he was talking about he's. Like, I'm not really worried yet. I will. You know, the first 20 games are going to be very different from the final 20 games. I'm trying not to overreact too much to elements of um, what I'm seeing now because I do believe they'll clean it up. But I hate the fact that we're leaving. We we should be 3-0. The Mavericks should be 3-0. And you can. It's much easier to comb through these mistakes and say, "All right, here's where they need to clean things up." If they're ahead. And they're not. And that drives me nuts.
6: And and then you're also they're also down Zion, Brandon Ingram, oh yeah. And Herbert Jones. And and it's just this is a very winnable game, just like that Suns game. And the Pelicans, they're no pushovers either. Somebody had said that CJ McCullum wasn't a playmaker and the first minute he's out there giving out dimes. It's just Ah, this Pelicans team is good, though, but like you said, we should be 3-0. and yeah. All right, I'm going I'm to step down. Have a good night, Kirk. You too, buddy. Thanks for hanging out.
3: At least we all
1: get to go to bed early. Um. Okay, who's been waiting a while? Let's go with my man, Ruben. What's happening, friend? Oh, uh,
7: where do I start? Oh, man.
1: Wherever you feel like.
7: <laughs> I don't even – all right, I'll start with the good because – it is early, you know. It is an early season. I feel like Mavs haven't played that many games that other teams have, for some reason. Yes, I, I, I kind of want to see them go on a back-to-back one one week. I'm not even sure when their first back-to-back is, but I'll start this with weekend,
1: the good Saturday, Sunday.
7: I will love it. I will. Uh, hopefully, we can get two Dubs, you know. But um, I will start with the good. You know, like Christian Wood, three for three on threes. You know, when he's out there, he's filling it up. He's not looking bad on defense. I mean, I couldn't really tell anything from this game. There was a couple fouls he got caught on that I didn't think were fouls, but, um, you know, whatever. Um, What I did like was um, I did like Faku and uh uh, Josh Green on the floor. When I will say, I don't know if anybody will agree, but they brought a different vibe to the defense. Like it, it felt like they, would, uh, yes, and that's the perfect word for those two. The hustle. I don't know the hustle rotation when they're out there. They're pretty much going for every rebound, rebound, every steal. Composo had a nice steal. He didn't look too out of sync on when he was. Uh, controlling the rock. Um, I'll give it time um, for him to really get into, you know, learning our offense and defense, but he didn't look out of place. Um, I will say that he did remind me of when he would play the Mavs and just, you know, do some things that, who the hell is this guy? Why is he like so fast? And he looks faster than everybody else. And he just in the right position to Get rebounds or get steals or anything like that. I did love what I saw from him. So um, that was good. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of anything else that was good before I just get some shit off my chest so I can go to sleep. Sure. Um, Luca, Luca is the truth, man. Like, I mean, he, 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 the rest were letting him get banged up for most of the game. And then they was, I guess they got a text from somebody up top to say, hey, you cannot let the future MVP of this season get a broken ankle and a, a broken elbow. Like they were really like letting shit go uh, with Luca, but he still had what is his 30 points. Um, And now I will go towards what, Oh, and one more thing I like what I see from Spence. Okay. He had a couple passes that were it, so only thing from Spence, I would say he waits too long to pass it. Um, there could be an open guy under the under the um, goal or uh, open guy, you know, right next to him. He just doesn't have – I guess he's second-guessing himself. I don't know what it is, um, but he thinks he has – when he's on the floor alone, I feel like he thinks he has to do everything himself. And he just needs a couple games to get out of that mind state. And it looked like he had a couple – like he had a, a Christian Wood under the goal if he just would have passed it sooner, it would have been easy too, or you know, a two and a foul. Um, but I I love that you know we had three players you know score over twenty points in this game, and it was uh dim Witty Wood and Luca. I I would love to see that more. So I'm not gonna you know shit on Dinwiddie that much, but now, um, Jesus Christ, J Kid, can you learn the flow of the game? Can you learn when to call a timeout? The timeout stuff
1: is nuts. The I, I get why he doesn't break his rotations. I really do. Uh, but the 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 not calling timeout sucks. It's like the direct opposite of of Rick Carlisle, who would always call a timeout. Do,
7: like Rick Carlisle. Oh shoot, they went on a five zero run. Uh, timeout, and I don't want it to go that far. But when they are up. In the first quarter, almost 20 points and still scoring. Like you you can already see what type of game it's going to be by. They're just throwing shit up at some point in the first quarter and everything is going in. So in your mind as a coach, like, okay, let me, let me stop this a little bit. It looks like it may become one of those games where, you know, anything they throw up, they're just having a nice shooting game. They were shooting 85%. In the first, uh, according to the, the announcers,
1: and no timeout was taken. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, like what do you It's like the, the old Phil Jackson thing where it's like, well, guys need to play through things like this and learn. Like, what are we exactly. Like, you, need your, you need to change something. <laughs> like,
7: like, you are the coach. What are we learning? You learned from last year, and you learned, like, I hope you learned that you don't want to go in a big hole in the Western Conference like oh and 10 or like one and 10 or you know you don't want to record wise um and i'll and i'll get to javel mcgee jesus christ i feel like the only time he's had a good game was in the scrimmage or in the practice videos that we have seen
1: I hate to interrupt you, Jeremy. In the chat, just ended me and he just said the Mavs are young. Team.
7: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, the sarcasm,
7: Jeremy. Sorry. Th- this is go, not the time. Ahead. Hold on. Let that me. Just made me laugh. <laughs> that is not going to make me sleep well, Jeremy. Hold on. You got to bring Jeremy up next if he did request. But, um, but why are we waiting 10 games? We already see that pretty much Javel McGee, he used all his legs in the scrimmage and in practice. Like, it was one point in the game where uh, we were coming back or, like, had maybe a two-point lead or something. And we were, like, jumping up for the offensive rebound, and it kept popping off the goal. And Luca was – was it the defensive rebound? I can't remember. But, like, three mass players had a hand on it. And then Luca's looking at, like, JaVale. I can't read lips, but he – at the end of the play, like, he looked at JaVel, like, jump the fuck up, bro. Like, you are – taller than everybody on this court. Just jump. You could have, and then Luca came down with the rebound and looked yeah. at Javim
1: He's supposed team. to help with rebounding and he's not helping with anything. <laughs> well, like, what are we paying you for? Like,
7: yeah. Luca literally looked at him like he was the GM on the floor saying, um, sir, what are we really paying you for if you're not, if I'm still out-rebounding mm-hmm. you? what? What? Like, all right, Kurt, just give me your, your perspective. What are we paying him for If he's not doing what we're paying.
1: I I don't know. I mean, I, my site and my guys crushed this signing. And then we got such voracious pushback by other local media that were like, what? And it was like, I'm sorry. I know basketball. I also know beyond the Mavericks basketball. I've watched, I lived in Washington, DC from 2006 Until 2021. I watched years of JaVale McGee. He is fine at best. He's also old now. So, old, tall, big, whatever you want to call it. Whatever he brings to the table, he's not shown anything in three games. I'm willing to give the guy the benefit of the doubt that he can figure it out. But I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt at the expense of losses.
7: That's all I'm saying. I feel like everybody, like... I, I'm at a point now as a Maz fan, like
1: I'm Josh in the chat called him asthmatic Willie Cauley Stein. Pretty I saw
7: that on Twitter too, and I pray to God that it's not Willie Cauley Stein that we gave him a three-year contract for a good reason. And the way Luca looked at him after, like he stole fuck he stole the rebound from him and said, "What the fuck are you doing? You need to jump, like literally jump." Like he he does not jump, all right. And 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 I think I got one more thing, and I'm trying to remember it. That's fine. But but I just want to. Why are we starting so slow? Because for some dumbass reason we gotta wait ten or twenty games for for a starting lineup to change. No, we know what it is. He we got McGee that doesn't jump for rebounds as much. He'll try to make a. He can't, he he literally got hung on the on the goal of a Luca Oop like he didn't get it, that right. and that is bringing Seawood either in his place or in Spencer Dinwiddie's place. Um, but another reason we lost this game is because hey, we cannot predict a eighty five percent shooting team in the first quarter. I give you that. But also Reggie Bullock, you know, he, I guess, was it April? He turns into the real Reggie. Well, but,
1: okay, so he, he before tonight, his first two games were good training right. night. He was kind of due for a down night. So I'm trying not to be. Right,
7: I'm trying not to. But when you see that as a coach, like, am, am I the only one that notices other teams play their rookies or – everybody on the bench literally this other team that we played tonight played people that hadn't even gotten Tom on the court and they were going off they were going off
1: literally years of team building were is how we ended up with this so it I don't, was, it's not it's it's not going to be fixed in a day it's going to be i just
7: i feel like we got people on the bench that could possibly i'm not saying every game but when you see Reggie going like Oh, seven. I don't even
1: know if he hit a three tonight. No, we would have crushed, we would have crushed Kid if he would have like put in Hardy in a situation like
7: that. I would just, stuff. I would accept it. That's, that's the, that's the point of experimenting in these early games, not experimenting with players that we already know what they're going to give us. Experiment yeah, yeah. with players that we, that new blood. Like, I feel like every other team plays their rookies or even, Tries other pieces like, hey, this ain't working. Let's see. Oh, you're not working. Let's see. And especially with THJ out, I would not have been mad. We were look just looking for something. Like, I, I, I just don't get the Mavs when we have when we draft players and sign players, we just don't use them.
1: Or is is well, that, it? Well, because that, but that's but that's how team built. Like, this is where it gets difficult, man. Because the Mavericks tried to skip the line by going ahead and going and getting Chris Esperzingis and it didn't work. And so they cleared a bunch of assets. Then they were good anyway. And so it's like by playing younger guys, you kind of commit yourself to the fact that you're going to lose some games. And so I understand what you're saying. Why, why won't they just do this and like maybe make Hardy, Hardy take his lump?
7: Exactly. It yeah. would have been a lump in this game. I would, we would have all, it. we would have all respected it. And it's just like, uh, I, I know, guess so, I well. we
1: would. I think we would have crushed him. <laughs> crushed him for who?
7: <laughs> like we don't have Taj. We we sure. needed somebody out there that is not scared to shoot. And just like um, was it Josh? Uh, Luca's uh, uh, usage percentage. Like we just need somebody out there that can handle the rock and is not afraid to shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we have Christian Wood. But for some dumb ass reason, we don't play him like he. It's well, like twenty
1: nine minutes. It's he, just it's like they're 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 splitting he and Luca's minutes for a variety of reasons. And I just I wonder how long they can try to get away with. Them. Well, I mean,
7: it, they're not going to get away with it long at with the with the um, stats you just said for Dodo and Reggie yeah. in the first couple of games. You why are we waiting so long? I my my uh, thing is why do the Mavs have to wait until they're the 12th in the Western conference? (laughs) I hate it. I really, and it's every year with Carlisle to Jason Kidd. When you bring in new blood, see what the new blood can do in these situations. That's all I'm saying. I'm not hating Josh green. I'm not hating compasso. Um, I really love their energy. They created a lot of chaos. Um, uh, We're still waiting on Josh Green to like that Composo 3. I literally tweeted, um, can uh, Composo teach Josh Green to, as soon as the ball touches his hands, that means you looked open. You don't have to do anything else. Luca won't pass to a uh, blocked person. Um, Please just shoot it. You don't have to do anything else. If you don't make it, we'll live with it. But, I I like what I saw from those two, um, and and J Kid definitely has to get better with his timeouts, and that's all I will say. And please, God, can we get Seawood in the starting lineup? I really don't care who you take out. It could be Spence or Um, um I'm hoping it's JaVel because Jesus Christ, like, what are? Kurt, can I ask you, what are we? What what does Jason Kidd expect to get out of JaVel McGee that he can't get out of Seawood at this point?
1: I mean, honestly, a lot of it comes to to the idea of boards and rebounding. But I, I understand where you're coming from because Wood has a really, really rough defensive reputation. <laughs> and um, anyways, and thanks for hey man, I'm, no I'm problem. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going on the rant. Thank no, you, you so much, Kirk. You're great. Have a good night. I hope you feel you better after talking. <laughs> I, I do.
7: I definitely do. <laughs> Bye. All
1: right. Bye. All right, coming up next, my man Christian. What's up, friendo? You've been waiting a while. How we doing? Yo, man. How him? are you? How's Huck doing? Uh, he's he's you know he looks like a looks like a balding man at some points because he's still missing the head, but he's he's doing.
3: All- Would you have ever guessed the was going bald before you? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have my hair. I just won't have my sanity. <laughs> Did you have your sanity after tonight? Because I didn't.
1: It's a little, it's a little much. Not a great performance. I, I wasn't really super mad because it felt like a copy of the the season opener.
3: And like, you can't really be mad at Reggie because coming in tonight, I think we're shooting like seventy eight percent true shooting. So like, like yeah. you said earlier, he was due for an off night. But you know, I would just like to have sit down, have a conversation with Jason. Um, you know, just ask him. Is he capable of making adjustments in t- in real time? You know, I'm not even asking you to start Christian Wood because I, I think that's a little bit too much for you to comprehend. Like, do it- you just stagger him better with your best players and you know play your best players when you have them? Because I seem like that's been an issue, and it's it's not just through these couple games. Yeah, I.
1: This is where the depth thing comes in for me, though, where when things are humming, they look outstanding. But when there's a bump in the road, it's really tough. And I think the Mavericks have seven and a half guys once again, maybe eight, depending on what you feel about certain players. I, you know, the Brunson loss, this is a game where the Brunson loss hurts, you know. Shout out to the Mavs Nation Twitter account who, for some reason, said something along the lines of (laughs) Christian Wood fits better than Jalen Brunson ever
3: did. (laughs) Anyways, what's up? I mean, that's. I mean, is that too far from the truth? But then again, games like this where you missed that ISO (laughs) shot—that's what I mean. That's what I mean. (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's third game of the season. I think it's. You know, the sound of the alarm is crazy because there's a lot of other teams that are doing the same thing, and there's, like, what, 70-something games left. I don't know. It's not that serious, but they become serious, and it just looks bad considering, you know, I think uh, the Pelicans play, like, some JV team that they, like, got off the shoes in the Rollins the other day and just say, you know what, we're going to play. And they <laughs> whooped their ass for the majority of it. they just – I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when you get – like eight points from your wings what else can you really do i mean the game is pretty much over at that point right
1: yeah god eight points from the wings that's brutal <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> it was, a like that. eight but i know it's not ten.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's rough it's rough well thanks man thanks for waiting and hanging out yeah, of course man have a good night you too
6: today's episode is brought to you by cars.com
1: Okay, coming up next then we got uh let's fly through it guys because you're tired i'm tired tyron what's up how we doing hit the unmute button for me
8: what about now can you hear me now there we go all right yeah i just got home from work i'm actually watching the game right now and i'm pretty disappointed Uh, (laughs) i hear what you guys are saying now yikes uh yeah, right now Faku Campazo's is on the court and that, that, that bothers me for a lot of different reasons being that we, there were so many guys available, you know, throughout the summer. And, uh, one that stands out in particular, I'm probably going to get flamed for saying this, but, the, uh, What's the guy's name that used to be the point guard we drafted before Luca came, the year before Luca came?
1: Dennis Dennis Smith looking great. Dennis Smith Charlotte.
8: He has been tearing it up in Charlotte and it bugs me to no end that he publicly said that he wanted to come back to Dallas this summer and they shut it down immediately and we went and got Facu Composo.
1: Instead. Well, uh, so on that specific note, Tim Cato said that like Faku was kind of on the fringes of their idea for a while, which means they were waiting around for better options and then opted to sign Kempazo. But what? Dennis to me is a tough <laughs> one. Dennis. Dennis to me is a, is a tough one because I think he's in like the perfect circumstance. He's near home. He's he's doing a lot that work well for him. I think coming back and playing under an expectations team would have been really difficult. Like there's, you know, he and Luca were our friends, but it's still, it's just an element. I I think he's in the perfect situation. That doesn't mean it doesn't sting when you look at it though, because for exactly what you described, is is he a better option? I don't know. I don't know. It's to me, neither one of them is actually a solution. It's more just indicative of what we've said, going back to the start of free agency, that this would be a problem. And yeah. our concerns collectively we're downplayed and maybe it'll work itself out in the wash you know if they if they close out these two games and we're three and oh are we talking about this probably not probably not but i'm still pissed
8: yeah and, and on top of that too uh just for a locker room presence just again i'm just throwing this out there i'm i'm half tired please excuse me i'm half asleep That's right. um Carmelo Anthony is still out there. I mean, I'm not expecting anything from Melo at this stage in his life, but again, just to just to fill in an empty roster spot, he would have been a hell of an addition as far as locker room presence at least. Just from his experience alone. You know what I mean? Like there we had options, but we we did the typical Dallas Mavericks thing where we're waiting around for God knows who. We'll probably find out years down the line that we were waiting for fucking Michael Jordan this summer or something, who knows, to join the team. And it's it, it's it's hard to to watch, but anyway, what I really wanted to talk about was um, what I'm seeing on the court, as far as uh, <laughs> the the team. I feel I feel like the team is separating uh, as far as, as talent goes. I mean, obviously, uh, Christian Wood has been tearing it up. Luca has developed the chemistry with uh, Christian Wood, and I I really unless Guys like Dinwiddie, uh uh t h uh, j uh Bullock uh, unless they find some kind of consistency and start to you know really become part of what's going on, on the floor i i see a divide coming uh they they just look like they're lost out there a lot of the time you yeah. know
1: is is this on defense
8: I mean offense too. I mean I mean they yeah, they get their shots and everything like that but other than shooting threes they're useless on offense. And I just I, I and just going to the game Saturday I saw a lot of Luca was cooking, Christian Will was cooking and you know Denwitty he got his shots up and everything but that's that that's pretty much it. When you force Denwitty to do anything else he's useless. When you force, you know, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. to put the ball on the floor, he's useless. Reggie Bullock with the ball in his hand, useless. And I just, I don't, I don't see this working. You know what I mean? And then when I see people like, and again, I'm probably going to get flamed for this, but when I see people like uh, uh, Green, uh, Josh Green, I I really want to see him on the floor more because I feel like he can offer, he lacks confidence. I, I don't I, – I, I'm 100% backing him as far as his talent, what he can do. But we'll never know if he ever sees the floor. You know what I mean? And then the, Jason Kidd's decision to play Faku Campazo as much as he did tonight versus giving Green more run. That's fucking ridiculous. I don't, I don't understand.
1: <laughs> I mean, they needed a ball handler, and Green has like, – like Green just sees his own shadow when he dribbles. I don't know. Yeah. but so do all those guys we talked about it a little bit when you came before you came up here with some of the other wings also not playing very well it can't just be how it, it, it's not just green it's the rest of them and you made that point too and it's just when things go bad this team looks really ugly yeah that's how i don't understand from a team building perspective you get to the nba western conference finals with a three with the, to, in my opinion my opinion i know that the two two ball handler groups are uh um Two ball hanglers, two wings, and a big really worked well for this team. It's Doc Franco wrote about this, etc. But you have to have more than two. So when they had all three, all three of Brunson, Spencer, and Luka uh, Doncic last year ran, they, they each did they have like the same role when they were the primary ball handler, but all three of them played so damn differently that it was like playing. I, I thought of it like the old triple option that Nebraska football used to run a bajillion
8: years yeah, ago. Wow. Yeah. Where it's just it's <laughs> like
1: it, you force the defense to do like guard different shit. And it's, it's now it's just, it's one step more predictable. Yeah. Because Spencer is going to be hot and cold tonight. We got a hot Spencer game and still didn't win. And that's just frustrates me.
8: Yeah. Yeah. I got one more question for you. Sure. Uh, again, uh, just watching this game, I, I'm I'm not even going to finish watching it. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just frustrated kind of at this point. But um, clearly, I mean, this can't be the team after the trade deadline. Do you? Oh, I think have... really, they don't have anything to
1: move if they give uh, up draft picks. Like Josh Bow and I have said for a while, this might be a medicine taking year. Yeah. I have. I I still think they're capable of winning fifty games too. I really do. It's oh, yeah. going to be losses like this where it's like, what in the hell?
8: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like the Dallas, man, I hate when we do this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Saints fan and with the Saints and I, I hate to admit that this season because it's been tough. But anyway, um, you know, what the Saints used to do is they would play down to their competition. And I feared that this was going to kind of happen tonight. That's what it's exactly what the Mavericks did. They probably figured, oh, you know, B.I. is going to be out. Zion's out. Uh, Herb Jones is gonna be out. Fuck it, you know. Yeah. Easy, easy dub. And they yep. came out and they played like that. I and mean, we cannot do that. I know. I'm, I'm, I don't want to overreact because we're only three games in. But you know, it's it's real easy to to get on that hill and turn it into a slippery slope. And you look up and we're having a this discussion. <laughs> <So> <laughs> hopefully yeah. they can turn it around. I think they can. You know, it's still early.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Just this is just a maddening loss. Well, thanks for hanging out. I appreciate you. All right. Okay, we're all getting tired and grumpier instead of getting happier, but we still got a lot of people who want to talk. Brett, what's up?
9: Hey, Kirk. Uh, I was out for you know f- about fifteen minutes of this, so if I bring up anything that has all already right. been discussed, let me. Um, but one question I had was, I feel like in this game and, um, in so far this season, I feel like Luca has gotten a a rough whistle especially, con- especially compared to like you know the whistle that Dinwiddie gets or that or that Wood gets yeah. or or that almost any other guard in the league gets i i mean and and this is and and this is abs this is like a separate question than you know about Lucas complaining to the refs which he should do less of because i don't think that helps him but i'm not sure what the path is to him getting calls on some of those drives where he gets gets hammered and
1: so my solution to that is getting into a time machine going back to 2019 and telling him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like he's never going to get calls. I don't think he's ever going to get calls. It, it, it's the the last layup he made. The the one that that brought him with him too. The guy had his hand on his hip the whole way. I mean he's just like he fe- spelled on him. every single dr- I mean like yes like- he is he's it on every single drive
9: and it, it, it's like Zion or it's yeah. like Chag or whatever. Like, like you, if you call, if you called it within the, 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 to the letter of the law, he would shoot like 35. free.
1: Well, and that's the sort of thing where Jason kid, he, he coach, has to take those texts. think he would do something. He is not in my, in my recollection, he's not gotten a single tech. On yeah. The,
9: tech. That's the thing that, that bugs me because, because I completely understand that. They don't, you know, you don't want Luka to get texts. You don't want him to argue with the refs. in In games like this, in the first half where Luka had t- took one free throw in the entire first half and was like limping around because, like, and and I d- I do think that some of that living he does is for the purpose of demonstrating to the refs that he's getting hit. Yeah. But yeah. but when he's getting like beat up like that and you're not getting and he's not getting the calls, kid has to. It, it's like it's like if you're you know you're a baseball manager and your team is getting up like a bad strike zone. Sometimes you got to get tossed you know to, to to both motivate your team and to you know
1: get there's a fine line between becoming the refs guys and basically talking about it in the post game drawing a fine mark Cuban paying for your fine and seeing if it makes a difference it might be too early in the season for that but i do think it's a thing that's going to have to happen like for he shot 30 times tonight and he had five free throws that's preposterous
9: yeah i mean he he took like i mean he he he, he shot like 15 times like like 15 times from 2 or so and
1: 17
9: Oh, 17 times yeah and and most of those you know f- you know 14 13 14 of those were in the paint he drove many more times yep. you know into the paint and and, and you know made passes and, and and again like part of the reason he takes those threes is is to, you know so he doesn't so he doesn't get hit because he doubts he'll get the call and you know when you're when you're when you are playing because you don't think you're going to get the call then you know everything is you know Kind of.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's very, it's very the, frustrating. The calls thing, though, is what you hope for is that everybody else maybe gets in help. You know, Wood draws a lot, where it's like you get in the bonus, and then you get the calls when it matters. Because Luca's been great on free throws this year, more or less, like compared to recently.
9: Yeah. the The other thing is that someone has said in the chat that they thought the that the that the, the and Green minutes were bad. I thought that was terrible. That was like an insanely bad. Lineup decision, um, I, and I and I get that it's like you know the first game with him, um, but and but like Composo in the first half like had no idea what he was doing on offense, and the second unit looked I at least in my estimation, really-
1: yeah, yeah, they worked like they were really frenetic on defense, which I think is nice because that is something Composo brings to the table. But offensively, it was like they were super spread out, and it just didn't matter. Well, they, they were su- because they.
9: Yeah. Well, the, the the problem sometimes is that, and and I get that when Luke is in the game, a lot of the time they will run an ISO heavy, you know, killer centric offense. When Luke is not in the game, you do not need to do that. Right. There's no reason to do that. You don't have to continue playing like that. When he's when he's not in the game, you can you can run offense differently. You can you can like you can like have a single player cut to the basket at some point during the. Tw-
1: yeah. Well, we'll see what they do because they need to do something different. Because it's like, you can't have, like, Tim Hardaway can't be that, like, dejecting for, <laughs> like, him not being in the game. I yeah,
9: I mean, that. I felt like overall, uh, like, like this was the d- kind of Dinwiddie game, while obviously his numbers look good. But this is this is the kind of game that, you know, I probably, and probably others envisioned being, like, the negative when he was traded for. Like, the idea of, like, you know, Dinwiddie, like, hoisting up bad shots and, like, looking Luca off. Like, that is what happened in... Both both like the looking lookah off part, but also even when, when Luca was on, on the floor that there was just a lot of a lot of hoisting up of bad shots and dribbling and dribbling down and making other guys hoist up bad shots because there's four seconds left on the shot clock and like Dorian Finny's
1: Yeah. Well got anything else for oh, us? No, nope, thanks. All right, glad you came up. All right. Coming up next, we're gonna we're gonna work through some folks. I know my man, Mr. Williams here, probably wants to go to bed because he's on the East Coast or even maybe a time zone ahead. And if that's the case, I'm sorry I made you wait
10: this long. How you doing? What's going on? All right. Damn. Yeah. Can you hear me?
1: No, I, I can hear you. I'm just reading yeah. the comments. People making fun of me a little bit because I sound grumpy.
10: <laughs> I am grumpy. Yeah. So it's, it's an embarrassing loss. You're supposed to be grumpy. But yeah, the thing is, um, like I said in the group chat, I, I'm putting this loss, like both losses on Jason Kidd. Mm, comes down, me. comes you're down. The comes down to coaching man. It's just—it's ridiculous. He's saying give him ten games, but ten games can be the reason like you're a playing team versus like a fifth seed. Um, yeah. I I really don't understand it. The rotations are shit. Javale McGee is shit. Like I I've been trying to say it for a couple of days, but I don't know what's going on with him. But it's like his brain reacts two to three seconds later to things. That's why he um gold ten so much. It's like, oh man, let me block this shot. Shot right. goes he's up. So he's out. so like
1: go go gadget arms with his it's, it's cause he's so big that he can just go get the ball out of the sky, but that that's against the rules.
10: Yeah, like and then he just swats it. All right, gold ten And then when you see him contest shots, it's like he's two, three seconds late on the contest. It's like, Bro, what the fuck are you doing? What did we pay you for? Like I really thought it would it would have been, you know, better than this. I also want to give uh in with he a little bit of props because of how he how he's played offensively. Like, he's looked okay. He's been efficient, but he's definitely not a table setter. He just sets the table for himself. Like, he's a scoring guard. He just makes a really nice dinner and he eats it by himself. Like, can't throw lobs, can't make passes. Uh, also, we got to look at the shot attempts for Dorian through like three games. I guess the tape is out. Nobody's leaving him open anymore. And It's actually being kind of less effective offensively. So we're doing a little bit too much, you know, flock for Josh Green compared to, you know, what Dodo's out there doing right now.
1: Well, he had some Um, nice cuts and unfortunately blew a couple of layups. Um blew one layup actually. But I would like to see more of that from, from Dodo because I think he's a pretty good, you know, baseline cutter. I think they'll find some ways to get him more involved. Um, you know, one game, like they've lost two games by a total of four points, yeah. And some of these things work themselves out over time. I just, it just when when the process is ugly, it's like there's been no attempt for the Mavericks in game to reconcile how ugly it is. It's well, we're just going to keep pushing the forward with this bad offense, and I don't see how that solves itself. Like if Luca's, you know. I know it's small sample size, but if Luca's not playing well in fourth quarters, figure out something different to where Luca can be more effective in the fourth quarter.
10: Right. It's it's just crazy how like this team's like offensive identity changes when it's like crunch time and they down. Like it just becomes very ISO heavy. They don't run any more pick and rolls. They just give it to Luca and they'd be like, Oh, go, go get us a bucket. You know, and I really think it could be, like, more efficient shots out there. I'd love to see a Jason Kidd clipboard. Like, I I know on that clipboard he just draws a basketball and then takes the line from the basketball to the hoop, and he's like, that's what I want somebody to do. That's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for coming up, and sorry for making you wait so long. All right, bro. It's all good. Have a good one. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. You guys, you guys got to give Ruben, Ruben grief. He was ranting. He's my, he's my favorite, though. Um, all right, we're going to keep going here. Nick, how you doing? Nick, are you there? One more time with the mute button. All right, Nick, if you can um, figure it out, we'll invite you back up here in a little bit. Going to move on to the next speaker. Um, coming up next then, Sam. Hey, Sam. What's up?
11: Oh, you know, same shit, different math season. Uh, sure, but uh, I'll I'll be quick. I know a lot of people are t- trying to talk him, but first of all, Josh Green, like I like I like the guy, but it just sucks whenever you see Desmond Bango for thirty eight last night. <laughs> it's kind of like, bro, th- this is what we could have had, and this is what we have. And, 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 and I'm not even saying Josh Green's bad, you know, for what he does so far. As far as his energy, that's great. We need energy because mm-hmm. obviously, when we start off giving up forty points, you know, that's you're not gonna win a lot of games like that. Yeah. Um, second of all. Like these kind of losses, like we've had three games where we had two inexcusable losses. And if you remember last year, I mean hell, we were the four seed just last year, and the only reason we were the four seed I feel like was because we had those two games where we lost to Orlando and O K C back to back. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the standings, I mean we were behind Golden State by one game. <laughs> That's that that was the difference between the three Well, seasons.
1: I mean there were so many coin flip games. The Mavericks won a lot. Um they, the Mavericks won a lot of games, so it's like they, they're thirty-five and twelve in the new year. So you're basically sure. saying they should have
11: been thirty-seven and ten. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm maybe I'm nitpicking, but it's just like you know those are the kinds of that come like and bite you in the ass at the end of the season. Yeah, and and then just last thing, I mean, like jay kid, my guy, like <laughs> we all knew because I mean I even typed it on Twitter. It was like. When they get that rebound, it's like okay, so Luca step back three for the win? Question mark because <laughs> that's what you, that's what he's gonna
1: do. Two and a half seconds is so tough because like if you're going towards the basket, two and a half, you got to get like you got to make like Luca's probably the best person to make the pass, but you also want Luca to be the one to take the shot, so that, that's tough.
11: Uh, oh, yeah, I do understand
1: why it's annoying though,
11: and it's and it's true, but like I mean, you got Christian Wood. You see what he's been doing. Just have him on the floor. In worst case, he's a threat. And if he's a threat, you know, who knows? Like you said, 2.7, you can't do a lot, but it's something. And the fact that I feel like we haven't seen these guys together on the court at the same time enough, because when they're on the floor together, their offensive rating is, you know, off the of charts. Yeah. But for some reason, like, oh, well, I, I know why the reason, but it's just, I don't know if you need to switch out the rotations lo- with maybe getting Luke off the floor a little bit earlier instead of Dinwiddie, just to kind of have them on the floor at the same time, because when, see what comes in pretty much what, End of the first quarter, and then he plays a long stretch of the second, and by the time Luka comes back in, he, they may be together for a minute or two, and he's gone again. Yeah. So I don't know what they got to do to fix that, but we got to play Brooklyn on Thursday. And not saying one and three is a death nail because obviously, look, like, I mean, a lot of teams in the West. How the Nuggets are two and two. I mean, the Heat is one and three right now. And that's
1: like, high key suck. They they can't defend at all. The Mavericks. The Mavericks should should run them to into the ground.
11: And the thing is, they should. Just we like thought, tonight. Tonight. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Should have run them out tonight with no Zion, no Herb Jones, no Brandon Ingram. We yeah. think they play like today's school, ago, which they got to fix that. Which I think they will. Like I, because Lucas says the right things, and you know, in his little uh, post game. So he says the right things, when you say we're playing down in competition and things of that nature, so he knows what's going on. But bro, when you're fourteen and seventeen on two, just just keep attacking the basket. You're killing it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to bog down because I know you've been on a lot. You're time. great, man. Yeah, but it's – I don't want to get upset. It's only three games still. You know, let, let's get to the, you know, middle of November before we start going crazy. But, um, yeah, it's – you know, losing like this sucks. It's, but, hey, we're fans, so we're going to take everything crazy. So, All
1: right, man. Well, you're you're great for waiting. Thanks so much.
11: Oh, right. Don't mention it. You have a good night. All right.
1: All right, guys. Now I want to take a few minutes and talk about future Mavericks draft pick, Amen Thompson. I'm just kidding. But seriously, go look at Amon Thompson. The man's incredible. Um, let's fly through some folks. Marcellus, what's up tonight? How are we doing?
12: Good. Can you hear me?
1: I can. Thanks for coming on.
12: Yeah, no, appreciate you having me up, man. Uh, it's only four games into the season, and I'm not ready just yet to eat crow, Kirk, because I was one of those guys who was happy with the JaVale McGee signing. However, uh, tonight seeing Jonas Valanciunas blow by him, um, was an eye-opener for sure. Um,
1: pure, pure effort, like lack of effort.
12: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Shay said it earlier in, in reference to just whenever he is reacting to stuff, um, it just seems like he lacks the – There's a, obviously, he's got the length. He's tall enough. He's got long arms, so he has a length to react to those blocks, but it just seems like he doesn't have the spry in his legs. Yeah. So uh, – I'm hoping that it's just early in the season. Um he's an old he's a little bit older, so his legs are just getting warmed up and he'll get better as the season goes on. But um I just had a few questions for you. Uh the first one, a lot of people are mentioning and I know it's gonna be a broken record, but um in reference to getting Christian Wood and Luka Doncic more minutes together, um I like the fact that Luka plays the whole first quarter, but um I'm not necessarily a fan of him playing the whole third quarter. And I was curious, how would you break Luca's minutes up to get them more um time on the court together, especially going down into crunch time?
1: I'm not sure, but I do think that the 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 playing all of the first and all of the third is something that they're gonna have to look into because it is so far proven to be like quite you know, we have a small sample, but he's shooting terribly in the fourth because he's I think he's taxed. And they, they need to, to space that out a little bit more I, I, is, is, my, is my early read. I'm not – this is where it's just it's depth concerns coming in, where it's, it's, you have these certain amount of minutes you want to overlay things to where you're not out, out there without somebody who's pretty solid um, offensively. And they, I, I think we're, they're a little worried about that because, it's, you know, they're, the usage rates so far, Luca and Wood are among the top five in the league in usage rates, at least they wore through two games. Um, Maybe, maybe not after tonight, since Wood didn't get very much action, um, shots at least. So it's, it's tough. I, am not sure what they do. I mean, I I really do think that Wood works his way into the starting lineup. You know, he's like, I need our, I need our friends that are asking him this question in the media to stop asking him. He's not in charge of whether he starts or not. People need to direct that question to Jason Kidd, um, who is the coach for, for anyone that, that seems to forget that on occasion. Um, otherwise it's just stirring up drama is my take. Uh, but I, I'm not, I, I don't have a good answer. This is uh, if I did, I would probably uh, not be a podcaster.
12: No, I understand. And, and I'd like to believe that. Um, and I said it after the first game too, just with the fat in the fashion that they lost it. Jason Kidd is kind of kind of stuck in his old ways in the sense of, Hey, this is the lineup that got me to the Western conference finals. So, um, and when I say that as far as like the Luca and Wood minutes, I think that he he is leaning on Spencer so much to be that that secondary ball handler that Jalen Brunson was, forgetting that hey, we don't have we don't necessarily have a third or we haven't defined a third ball handler on the floor like Spencer Dinwiddie was last year. So yeah. I hope that throughout the season uh we end up figuring that out. Um and then again, not gonna take up too much of your time, right. but my second question. Um, we've seen Dorian Finney-Smith in particular take uh, improve each year, whether that be shoot per- shot percentage or three point percentage. Um, I think last year in particular, one thing that I really did like was him being able to uh, defenders closing out on him and him being able to put the ball on the floor for a one to two dribbles and then kicking it to somebody else. Haven't seen that much in the first three games. Nope. Um, hope we have to see not. that. Yeah, I hope to see a lot more of that in the future. But the question is, uh, just because I saw a tweet um, at halftime, I didn't see the halftime show, but I think Charles Barkley said something along the the lines of, this is the same mass team that we saw last year in reference to Luka getting the ball and making plays and everybody else just kind of doing their, just standing there and hoping Luka can make something out of nothing. Um, And that's what we saw. The last possession of the game, and I know it was only two point what two point seven seconds, so not much time there. But um, I would prefer personally like to see a lot more off ball movement. Um, I know that we lost to the Golden State Warriors, and I know we're a far cry from what that team really is. But I would love to see a lot more off ball movement with with Dorian and Reggie and these other shooters to get open. Um, because Luke is going to find you on the court no matter where you are. He's just that type of – he's that great of a player. He's going to find you. But what type of improvements would you like to see from Dorian, Reggie, and the other role players on the roster um, this year going into uh, the playoffs?
1: Reggie I don't really have much for. They they put him in a position to score two-point baskets a little too often this year, and he just sort of stinks at it. Um, as far as Dorian goes, I think they they have to find more elements to where he can can be an off-ball player. Um, cutter i wouldn't mind seeing him be the screener a little more often i i, I think they they may try I, I would like them see to try to go super small every now and again depending on who they're playing where like dorian and luca sort of switch off at the five i'm not sure if they have the lineup for that yet but you know with with dorian he's hit so many open shots but dorian kind of one of the secrets about dorian that we don't really talk about enough is not criticism but it is it is true is dorian leads like is one of the league leaders in what the statistics like the, the tracking data will qualify as a truly wide open shot. And he's not getting these shots because guys are sticking a little closer to him, which means if he's getting these, he's going to have to shoot a little, he's going to have to start frankly learning to make a little more contested shots. And that would require him getting the ball. I think he's not getting the ball enough in some of these circumstances. You know, he's not had a lot of shot attempts so far, um, Dorian's got a lot of cardio, you know, we're, somebody pointed out earlier, it's worth saying again, we're kind of kicking the crap out of Josh Green, but Dorian's not been that good either. Um, none of the rest of them have, but we, you know, it's, it's sort of what seems to be the case where at least early on in these two losses, teams are basically saying, Luca, you know, you beat Steve Nash and the, the and, and score all the points. And we're going to make you score all the points. And I, I, the, the difference is, is I think that Luca can actually do that he just needs to stop taking so many damn
12: threes. I agree. Um, unfortunately, the supporting cast hasn't been um, up to par or what we saw last year thus far. I hope that'll change. Again, I, I think that Jason Kidd is kind of just depending on what he knows, which is fair. Um, it's fourth game of the season, so I'm not necessarily – excuse me, third game of the season, so I'm not necessarily going to uh, – get worried or anything like that. we still got a lot of basketball to play. I appreciate you having me up, Kirk. Sure uh, have a great night. All right. Uh, all right.
1: apologize. You hear some buzzing in the background. My wife's brushing her teeth in the other room, but it is loud. Um, oh, well, we're I'm keep talking. So, Krishna, what's up?
9: What's up,
13: Kirk?
1: How are we doing?
13: Um, I'm doing okay. I'm glad I had to take a class while watching this game because I was watching this game and I was watching the Stars game. Luckily I could learn about something else instead of watching the game.
1: Oh, this was a, this was a pretty maddening loss. Did you get, did you, did you get to catch up on anything what are what are your. Um,
13: yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I was kind of watching it throughout. I think it's, it's been clear. Like the defense just has not looked good at all. Like it kids reliance on defense. Like I get, it, it was so important for us last season. I, I don't, disqualify that but it feels almost it's stubborn it's it's almost very much what kid did in Brooklyn and Milwaukee where he was so stubborn that it it ended up being his failures and one of the things I feel like we were very like praising in kid for last season was oh he made changes he didn't try to do the same things but now I mean yeah it is three games in so it's not necessarily completely true but it, it seems like he's not changing anything and he's not gonna, offense,
1: he said he's not gonna for a series of games I mean things are gonna have to get really bleak for him to actually make some of these changes
13: and and I find that frustrating because I look at someone like you know of course Monty like Monty Williams like he has his own problems as a coach but I feel like like we saw that in game one where Monty Williams was like oh Damian Lee is hitting threes and like scoring okay I'll just leave Damian Lee out there and take Chris Paul out like he does not He does not care about your stats. And it's the same with Willie Green. Like, Willie Green just does that. Willie Green, like, instills confidence in guys. When Trey Murphy is, like, shooting the heck out of the ball and Devonta Graham is shooting the heck out of the ball, he's like, okay, I'll just leave you out there. Like, it's not a big deal for me. And I I don't know if we'll ever see that from Kid. I don't think we ever will because I think Kid is, you know, for as much as we want to say Kid is not Rick, like, he has a lot of Rick tendencies where he has a certain – you know a certain style, a certain you know lineup and rotation he wants to go with, and unless you know he realizes it's going you know fit like dead up, like he's not going to change anything, and it's frustrating. But again, it's three games, and we'll see. And you know, I, you know you talked about it earlier. Do you you really think there's no way the Mavs can make a trade at all this off the season? I mean, like you,
1: if, I'll put it to you like this. If they make a trade this offseason and they use any of the remaining assets, which are future draft picks, they are fucking insane.
13: No, I, I 100% agree with you. I just think, you know, Powell is on an expiring. I think someone would take Powell at $11 million. Maybe. I think someone would take Powell. I mean, look at the Jazz. The Jazz have talent, like a shocking amount of talent. Um, I think the the jazz are going to be shipping. Like there, there's no way they're keeping guys like, like there's no way they're keeping Larry Markin. In there's no way they're keeping a I, I think they get rid of Conley. Cause Conley's contract is ma- I, What is Conley on? He's like, I think he's, he's on 20
1: he's, yeah. he's got, he's got a lot, of, but it's like, who, who can absorb anyways? I don't know. I'm not, yeah. And I'm or yet.
13: Conley or like Larry Markin is there like Colin Sexton. Like they have too much talent for me to think like, they're just going to keep all of it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Again, it is three games. It's weird because Phoenix, I would have said, some of it looked good, but the ending was bad. Grizzlies, it was like, okay, all of it was good. And in this one, it felt like nothing looked good. But yet, you're kind of still in the game, which I just don't know how to feel about because you're so early in the season, it's hard to make a definitive judgment, I guess. Right. Uh, but, yeah, have a good night, Kirk. All right. I don't want to keep anyone else too long. All
1: right. Talk soon. Uh, we got a couple of people left, and we'll be done. Jeremy, you've been having a great time in the chat, killing us. What, you, what, what are you? Uh, what are you thinking tonight? Hit that unmute button. Please. Oh God,
5: I didn't think I'd actually come on. Why?
1: I'm a, I let everybody come up. We get to everybody, in just like just... three and a half hours. That's that's the difference in this terrible show. Now I'm telling you, what's
5: no? I'm just so angry <laughs> at everything. I figured you just skip over me, like this asshole doesn't need to talk. Are you anymore. kidding? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs>
1: uh, well, what do you got? Tell me. You'll feel better yeah. after you talk.
5: Um, one thing we were talking about was uh, uh, somebody mentioned like, what do we do? Just spam pick and roll with Luca and Wood. Every- yeah, that's exactly what you do. I mean, I don't care about the defense if they're. They have 140 offensive rating together. Spam it until it doesn't work. <laughs> Who cares right. defense at that point? And JaVale McGee's not giving you defense. Max Cleaver's not giving you defense. So, so just keep running it until it doesn't work. If they're hugging the shooters, keep running the pick and roll with, with Luca and Wood until it doesn't work. Just.
1: Well, Rick Carlisle ran into this problem a little bit way back in the day when he just wouldn't use plays that would work. Um, I do think where the, the, no one wants to run, you know, early 2000s minutes anymore, where you play like six guys, like 38 to 43 minutes. And uh, I don't know, there are nights like tonight where I'm like, well, this is kind of all we got to do because I don't like half these guys on the team. Um, (laughs) but you know, when they don't have it, it feels like everything else is worse. And tonight was the night, you know, two out of three games where a significant number of the, the guys who are in the rotation, just didn't have it or were being guarded too closely to be effective. And, you know, if, if you only have guys that are useful when standing still and wide open, that's kind of an indictment on, on the team building. But, you know, we've hit on that before.
5: Well, I mean, you could say that, but also Dorian Finney Smith and Reggie Bullock played 40 plus minutes a game and a team that made the Western conference finals last year. And they are literally only useful in offense. If they are standing still and shooting the ball, so well,
1: I think they're having defenders that are at least a step closer. And that's where I mean there there's you know, Luca's obviously scoring a lot of points because he's very good at basketball. Not that I'm not that dumb, but there's an element of this where I just think he's gonna have to continue to score more and get defenses to
5: to react to him. So we'll see. Well, that, that that's where I go again where you just if if you start Christian Wood or play him with that. Starting lineup, regardless whether it's starting or not, you just continue to spam that that pick and roll because they can't stay tied to him. If if Wood is rolling to the basket, or if, or if Luke is going up, and yeah, it might you might run the same offense a hundred times over and over and over again. And when it stops working, that's when you can suddenly pass the ball out to to Reggie Bullock or to or Dorian Finney-Smith for threes because. Right now nothing is working. Sp- Spencer Dinwiddie is a he's an ISO offensive player. He's he's not a he's not a point guard, really. He's an off guard. He's an off guard who can dribble and he is he's pretty good at, at spot up threes. But other than that, like there's not really an offensive system that works other than Luca ISOing and dominating people. And they have something that works now that if Christian Wood Runs pick and roll with him, then it's it's pretty much unstoppable. And until somebody stops it, keep running it. And when somebody stops it, then somebody comes in, and all of a sudden, DF, uh, Dorian Finney Smith and Bullock are open for threes.
1: Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, frustrating loss. Thanks yeah. for coming up, man. Thanks. All right, coming up next, and probably our last speaker here. Um, is Mr. Bivens Leo? I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to get you because I got to go to bed. I'm sorry, Mike. What's up? Hit that unmute button down there at the bottom. It will allow you to speak on this thing when you're if you pull yourself out of the chat. Otherwise, it's not going to let you talk.
14: I got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I was uh, multitasking. How you doing, man? Eh. <laughs> still, still there? All right. Um, yeah, man, it was, uh, it was a rough night. Um, I have a few things I have to get off my chest here. That's the first here, one man. is <laughs> for, uh, for tonight's game, you know, with THJ being out tonight was the night for, for Josh green to, to come out and show us that he actually did make those improvements. He, he claimed to have made in the all season, his, his confidence, his willingness to put the ball on the ground, et cetera, and so forth that didn't happen tonight. Right. Uh he he still looks like the same guy. That is what it is. I, I, I find it really weird for, to, to, for people to try to put this, this game on Josh Green. Like I'm trying to imagine Heat fans blaming Haywood Highsmith for their loss to Toronto last night, or Celtics fans blaming Sam Hauser for their loss to the Bulls, or uh what uh Nets fans blaming Dayron Sharp for their loss to the Grizzlies. Like it's it's really goofy energy. I, I truly don't understand. With that said, Bullock and DFS. A combined 70 minutes, a combined seven points. They also were not playing any defense. It was uh, really rough to see. They looked like they'd been out drinking the night before.
1: Yeah, they're uh, At a certain point, we had to put
14: Maxie on bat- CJ McCullough.
1: Say what? There, There were some embarrassing, embarrassing baskets that they gave up.
14: It was, I don't know if I've ever seen either one of them look this bad on defense.
1: Well, and that's where it doesn't feel like they took this team seriously at all once they knew. And that that's a team-wide problem.
14: Yeah, it's uh that first quarter looked like like you said that, I don't know if they didn't read the scouting report, maybe they didn't have a scouting report on a lot of these guys. They're not the most the biggest names out there, and they were surprised by their quickness, they were surprised they could dribble. I I have no idea what it was, but it was it was rough when you see Kid making a conscious decision to put Maxie on CJ McCollum because those other two guys could not could not keep up. Um, the final thing I have to say is JaVal McGee. Now, when I saw we went out of our way to sign him, when I saw we signed him to a three-year deal, I was upset. I, I was highly disappointed that that was our, our our major signing, et cetera. We that was our we had the the tax MLE. We used it on him mostly. Oh. But I allow people to, to talk me into it. I convince myself, you know what? This could be good. He could be the big body in the paint that we need to, to deter some of those bigger bodies we might have to deal with in the playoffs.
3: No,
1: see, this is where, because we're an hour and a half into this, this is where we complain <laughs> that Dalton berated us, and I never, I never gave in. I told Dalton he sucked, and Dalton's like, he can't be worse than, than Dwight. Let me tell you, <laughs> for three games, he's worse.
14: You know, it's uh that, that grass is, isn't always greener situation. Like, we've been complaining about Dwight for years, it feels like. And all of a sudden, I see people clamoring for, for some Big more Dwight. Dwight Powell
1: fans. They've been hiding.
14: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I only knew one that would always be in my mentions, but, I mean, he's looking like a prophet well, right just, now. It's just so. different
1: because Dwight doesn't have the physical tools to do some of the stuff, but he always tried. The McGee right. has the physical tools to do some of the stuff, and he looked like late-stage DeAndre.
14: <laughs> Man, uh, it's we're in a rough spot, I think, uh, between Camposo having to be that third ball handler, and they were literally hunting him on, on defense, and there's nothing he can do about it. Um, between JaVal not really giving us much in his minutes. If we start Christian Wood, what does our bench look like? It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, we, I can't see us not making a move at this point.
1: I don't know. I mean, if they get into a flow, maybe things will be okay. They've not, the, the this weird start to the season where they've had mult. they've only played three games. They've had multiple days. Like there's, there's something to the NBA grind where, you know, they, they will go, they'll be playing three games in four nights. They play Thursday. They play Saturday. They play Sunday. There's something to getting into a flow and coming out and playing over and over again that I think might help parts of this team because there's an element of of relentlessness and really just need to practice some of their schematic stuff, both on defense and on offense, that I think could help them. I'm, I'm just not convinced they make a move because I'm not sure what kind of move they can make that doesn't sacrifice something down the road. And is this the season to do it?
14: Yeah and that's that's where we're, we're kind of almost in a similar position as the Lakers where they don't want to make the wrong move either cuz they're trying to plan for the future but the longer they take to make that move i think they're looking at giving uh, the Pelicans a shot at Wembinana. um with us i'm giving i'm giving <laughs> i'm giving kid the 10 games i'm giving kid the 10 games before i really get upset but uh i'm i see a lot of problems
1: yeah, so do I, but we'll, we'll see where they go. Thanks for, uh, for hanging out and waiting. Appreciate you uh, closing us out tonight. Uh, thanks for having me. All right, guys, we somehow did 90 minutes on game three. It's going to be a long year. That's okay. We'll be back here on Thursday. It's fun. glad everybody uh, got a chance to talk. I'll, I always try to do that because I appreciate you guys hanging out. Um, check out Mez Moneyball. We'll see what we write. Everybody is great and have a better part of your week. We'll talk soon.